0: kind of just reminded me that you you don't see in fosters or even in a lot of papers sort of discussions around the LGBT community unless it relates to an event or relates to, you know, some legislation that's going through the House. So if the so-called bathroom bill is up for discussion, there's an article in the paper and then people suddenly learn about, you know, Transgender community, you know, the transgender community, they learn about folks in their neighborhood, they learn about acronyms and they learn vocabulary, and then it kind of goes away. Mm. Um, you know, or you'll hear like, you know, Rochester had the Pride, Rochester, not Parade, but like the Rochester Pride event last year. So there's an article about it, and then there's some at- talk and activity about what it was like to run that event and how, you know, the police all came out and were wearing sort of pride badges and sort of, mm-hmm again, it was sort of a nice piece, but then it kind of goes away. And there isn't reporting on what what is the makeup of a community um, from a social, cultural, political, economic perspective. And one of those things is definitely being sort of looking at our, not just our LGBT community like per se, but just generally what is the, what is the vibe, what is, you know, how, what different types of places exist in that community. And it had been interesting because For me and friends of mine who all grew up in Somersworth and still live here uh, and who are all, you know, super liberal, progressive, um, millennial hippies in a lot of ways, you know, I think we sort of just have always naturally felt very comfortable in Somersworth and have always been just sort of. Always accepting and, and open minded and embracing, and we sort of just assumed that most of our community members are. Um, so, even when you th- have things going on like, you know, major Republican presidential candidate taking office, it still feels like with sort of this sort of this nice, very small, welcoming, sort of open minded environment. Um, and so, because of that, it just sort of occurred to me like, Think people realize this, and I don't think people know. and You know, and there's some ways in which, like, you know, quantifiably, we are very sort of LGBT-oriented. We have an openly gay mayor. We have several members of our city council in the last several years that have been openly gay. Um, we have, you know, one of the probably leading transgender activists in the state lives here in Somersworth, and you know, so so I guess quantifiably, there's sort of just like a lot of people with high visibility. But I think also just in general. And that's one thing, like the first parish event taught me is that even if you look to groups that are sort of more quote unquote average citizen, um, you know, the local churchgoers and the townies that have been here for a while, they still have remarkably wonderful perspectives on the world and on people. Um, and I think it's a little bit unusual given how we're sort of this quiet, small, sleepy, somewhat working class community. Um, And then so like here with my venue, with Teetotaler, you know, from the beginning um, and certainly more recently, it's been more so, we've been very adamant about not just, you know, being a space that is a safe and welcoming environment, but kind of actively branding ourselves in that way. Someone refers to us like on our, uh, like on Yelp or something as a hipster and queer oasis. (laughs) And we really took to that name and we really like that. I think it expresses a lot of how... um, how hip we we do feel and how you know we do want to kind of push push you know the envelope a little bit we kind of introduce people to things that they're not used to you know we're not kind of a normal muffins and cookies bakery and we're not sort of just a typical cafe we're more of a tea house than a cafe and so you know I personally but also with with my staff we just sort of felt like you know, business can kind of be sort of more outwardly taking a stance on things and sort of being active and visible in the queer community. Though some, that though New Hampshire, I think, is very progressive and is very is very socially progressive in a lot of ways. We actually don't visibly look to be very progressive because we don't have gay bars, we don't have gay dance clubs, we don't have you know places that are distinct and alternative in that kind of way. Um, and so we did Guerrilla Gay Cafe, which was basically like taking over a cafe, art cafe, and making it into like a gay bar for a night, but in a way that's all ages, uh, you know, so we're a dry establishment, there's no alcohol here. So, you know, high schoolers could come and show up and kind of get exposed and kind of have fun and, um, and, and feel comfortable. And, you know, we do uh, drag bingo. Um, so we'd have, we'd work with, you know, the, the drag queen community in like Southern Maine and New Hampshire. And there'd always be performing. It was always fun. Um, and again, that's just like not something anyone would, I think, expect to find in a small New Hampshire town. Right. Even though once we did it, we had the audience for it. I mean, the, you know, our first night, we were, you know, our, the place was packed, and it was it was very multi generational. I mean, we had so many people bringing their young kids, you know, because they're like, oh, this is so exciting. I get to, you know, share this with you. Um, So I think that was kind of illuminating last year to be like, oh, we can sort of be like outwardly queer and, you know, sort of part of the sort of pride brand um, as a business and as an establishment. And, you know, I think if you'd think about it from a business perspective, I think a lot of people would be very cautious about that. They'd be concerned like oh I don't want to ruffle people's feathers and we're in this small town and you know maybe there is still a lot of prejudice and maybe you know people won't patron us and so forth and you know it may very well well be the case that there are certain people that don't come in here because of, of that but all I see is how excited people are when they when they sort of come here and they feel like they feel welcome and they feel like this is a different kind of space and the there's very open programming, um, whether it's music or spoken word or drag bingo or dance, that um, it's, it's, it's going to be a sort of welcoming environment. So it's, it's been, it surprised me how responsive Summersworth has been to that type of business.